whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica! Dana! <laughs> Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. My name is Dana Powell. I'm Welcome Jessica to Young. the... Well, wait, I didn't even say welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I did it all wrong. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And we, we are, are here to rant and rave. rave. Dana, <laughs> what is that? I love it. And was it a Christmas gift? It was a Christmas gift. It's on the top two of my Christmas list. Uh, Santa brought me this. It is a karaoke microphone that connects to my phone via Bluetooth, and I can sing any song I want to karaoke. And do you and have, have it on the echo mode or auto? Absolutely. Echo, echo as high as possible. Uh, also music sound, so like when it's playing music, as loud as possible. Let me check my other. Let me check my other. It's got a whole panel here. See, that is so fancy and profesh, but also I am really amazed because it looks like it was dipped in rose gold. That's what I asked for. (laughs) (laughs) This is a Christmas miracle. Oh, I love it so much. My men hate it, obviously. (laughs) So. Here's the funny thing about that. It really is. I'm turning it off so I don't try because I will use it the whole time. I love it. So I want much. you to wake them up with that in the morning. <laughs> it makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> so I was talking to my girlfriend Candace Brown, who's another lovely comedian yeah. and mom and mommy. She's got a little one, uh, much smaller than mine. And <laughs> we were just chatting over text, and I said, "Hey, can I please share with you my top two Christmas presents of 2020?" She's like, absolutely. And I said, hands down, my Bluetooth karaoke rose gold microphone (laughs) (laughs) and my electric blanket. They're not like the days of old where you're worried you're going to get like electrocuted or catch on fire. Correct. They have like all these timers. You can set it for at different temperatures. It's just so nice. And I never knew how freezing I was because my guys are walking ovens. And you would think, mm-hmm. listen, I get, I have a, I have some whale blubber. I should be warm. I don't know Stop. what the problem is, <laughs> but I'm not. So anyway, she starts typing and I'm like sending pictures of my microphone and my blanket. And she goes, oh girl, we live parallel lives. Sent me a picture of her Bluetooth microphone and Stop her it. electric blanket. <laughs> what? <laughs> we both asked for them for Christmas. I love it. What are the chances? <laughs> I know it's so crazy. <laughs> I was like, maybe that's like the top mom gift. Let us know, listeners, if you're out there and you also mm-hmm. got a microphone and blanket. Let us know because I feel like advertisers need to know what we want, right? That's and right. So, Turn I your mean, phone off, or it's going to give you nothing but ads for that microphone, and you already own one. 
but your phone doesn't know that. I know. Jessica and I were talking about ads, <laughs> like our phones listening to us. And I was saying on Instagram, I haven't shopped for any perfume. I'm not a, I'm not a huge perfume person only mm-hmm. because here in LA, people are so snatchy and weird about it. <laughs> um, smells hurt my head. Smells are bad for my body. Uh, I'm sure you've been into the office of the casting director who forbade it. it. She, yeah. it's, you're not allowed to have any don't even use a body wash before you go in okay correct they don't want it so people are weird about it here my my good friend sarah baker also does not like smells she can't handle it it she says it makes her sick so anyway i'm not a big perfume person at the most i'll do like i like lotions sometimes a mist you know whatever anyway it's not something i seek out instagram though has been bombarding me with this particular perfume line because its name is Henry Rose. Well, my child's name is Henry. Mm -hmm. So clearly I see that constantly in every emotion possible. So (laughs) Instagram is like, she loves this perfume. (laughs) So yeah, you're right. I'm probably going to get, I also, you, Jessica, I've forced her to be in on my my happiness routine with plants. I'm really into plants right now. Mm-hmm. And so I've started following a lot of plant people. Like they are into it. I'm not at the grow light level. Okay. I'm not buying grow You're lights. You're not in the weed business? No. So, and I, my entire house is not filled ceiling to floor with levels and levels of plants only because I kill them. I can't. like. <laughs> but that pops up for me all the time now, too. And it's so tempting. They're like, wouldn't you like your own uh, repotting mat? That's very simple to use. That won't make a mess. And I'm like, I've never thought about it. But yes, I do. Is that the thing that is like a knee pad that you kneel on to give you some cushion while you're gardening? Jessica, no. And now I want that. (laughs) What's wrong with you, Jessica Graham? (laughs) Oh, my God. No, it's this this mat that you snap the corners of it so that it creates a little, like a little tub almost, and you can repot your plants and not make a mess with your dirt and stuff. It's like a fi- oh, one of those like cheapo that. Office Depot mm-hmm. uh, file folders that they've opened up and put cor- uh, buttons on the corners. How crazy. And then you I'd just like wipe it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you gave me some sage advice. Uh, Dana, first of all, while we were on our break, I had a lovely excursion with Dana um, to a tropical paradise. And seriously, you guys, I mean, again, I know things are different in different parts of the country, but I think and hope most people are trying to just be safe and not just be out and about but where we are there's nothing open there hasn't been so we met at this massive indoor outdoor greenhouse with like yeah 200 foot ceilings Mm -hmm. and dana got me all crazy about these amazing plants and the man gave us carnivorous plants because he heard us talking about it and then he showed us our his insane pitcher plants that he was growing they were beautiful but you it's rainforest flora is the name of it oh, if you're near LA. And, uh, it's torrent. worth the trip. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so amazing. There's waterfalls, and, there's fish, there's turtles. Uh, the fish <laughs> and the turtle. It was literally felt like we were like stepping out into an island. Mm-hmm. Um, even when we left there, we stood in the parking lot for over an hour chatting. I'm sure they thought we were lovely. insane. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure too. They kept walking by. It's like, oh, those two ladies are still those here. Those women uh, again. <laughs> 
but you prevented so me from possibly <laughs> killing my little sundew because it was dry as a bone and I was about to water it and you told me distilled water. I forgot that yes. the guy said that. So I did. I'm like, hey, I haven't uh, had the gumption to take out my humidifier all season because I've just quit trying with anything. And I had a bottle of distilled water and I bottom fed it as you suggested. Yes. And how's she doing? It literally, the poor thing needed water so bad. As soon as it got water and I did put a tiny bit on top, the plant went Yes. Like it actually opened. I'm like, oh, the poor thing literally is breathing. It was now. So it was... I know I almost killed mine too. And I was like, wait a minute. I I remember because we bought air plants and we bought, mm-hmm. this is the most boring podcast. We're doing a plant <laughs> podcast. I but missed I... my air plants. <laughs> but air plants, you only missed once a week, right? Mm-hmm. Or dunk or whatever. But yep. with carnivorous plants, they almost like to live in water. Like you can leave an inch of water of that distilled water. So mm-hmm. I got one of my little makeup cups that's like this big. It's yes. like a little container to help you organize your drawers. Mm-hmm. And I put the pot down in there and then I pour distilled water in it and mm-hmm. she soaks it up whenever she needs. And I have so many new babies, Jessica. Yeah, that's smart. She is so happy. I love it. I know. We were both so excited. Anyway, off the plants because that's boring. Nice. We've been gone for like a month. We have. You've been under your electric blanket and I've I've been under my weighted blanket. Yeah. I mean, it had to happen. It really did. I guess we should give like quick updates. Um, My family, thank you so much to everyone who's reached out to us. We are good. Dan Tipton is back to full health, except for he doesn't he doesn't have smell and he doesn't have taste. But I'll be honest, he didn't have either one of those a whole lot beforehand anyway. <laughs> So it's not like a huge change for him. But I did burn some sweet grass in the house the other day. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, a little while later, he goes, did you burn sweet grass? And I was like, I did. So we were really impressed. Maybe he's getting it back a little bit. That's a good sign. I mean, that's obviously a very strong smell. but. Still, it's something. So health-wise, we are all great. My child is growing like a weed. He's making me laugh hysterically. He keeps (laughs) making jokes about South Korea, and we can't figure out why. (laughs) What? He told me the other day, huh. This looks he what was he looking at? His breakfast, his eggs or something? He goes, This looks like South Korea. (laughs) I was like, where did you even hear that? Meaning it looks like a breakfast they would have, or it looks like the shape of the country. The shape of the country. I don't even know what the shape of South Korea is, if I'm being honest. I think it's some show he watches that shows like funny videos and some of them from other countries. And so I think he's gotten it from there, but he thinks it's a joke. So I'm going to have to sit down and be like, hey, that's a real place. Oh my He's God. like, did I? Because he'll say to me, what? I've created a monster because he has a comedy mom. And so <laughs> I appreciate and love funny. So whenever he makes me laugh, he goes, Does that make you laugh? Like he's so <laughs> proud. So cute. Oh man. So that's our update. Cute. Dan Tipton is back to work this week. He's back at, oh God, what a bad wife. What's that Rob Lowe show? It's Ryan Murphy. Oh, uh, Lone oh. Star. Lone oh. Star 911. Mm-hmm. Are you into Rob Lowe? Uh, I always have been. And he's one of those people that to me ages like a fine wine. He looks better oh, the older he, he gets. 
He the really older he gets. He's very, he's very handsome. Uh, I just heard this morning he's going to be on some podcast talking about his life and the show and stuff. Really? I'll have to look it up for you. Yeah. So anyway, Dan Tipton's back at work, which makes me nervous. But, you know, he's still got his antibodies, I guess. So whatever. And then myself and my child, we go nowhere. <laughs> right. So what's your your fast update? And again, thank you. So many people did reach out to me to make sure that we were okay. And I, I couldn't appreciate it more. It was so thoughtful. Thank you. No, it's so nice. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't really have anything to report, Dana, other than, um, you know, I already told you I was called a man in person for, I don't yes, know, the, the 50th time in my life. But that's a pretty good one because it's almost like impossible. I don't know what happened to this person's brain, but you have to tell it. I went to pick up barbecue at a local place that it's this amazing little tiny market, like family owned and Saturdays only. They have their huge yeah. smokers and grills outside, outside and they do barbecue all and there's day. there's a line so oh, yeah. long because people love it. It's crazy. It's not expensive. It's a yeah. ton of food and it's great. And they've been very expedient with COVID. So actually the long line, which you used to stand and nobody, can, it's not like that. Any, I mean, it's distance, but they get people in and out and they have an outdoor tent set up. So you don't even have to walk into the actual marketplace. Mm -hmm. So I'm there. I did go into the marketplace because I needed to get a few things while I'm there. And I noticed mm -hmm. the adorable cashier and her little rockabilly fashion self and i said yeah, first of all i'm just dating myself i i'm like somebody's old aunt at this point i'm like you always look so cute i mean who says that <laughs> like something I my dad would say I know, but I think it's nice. I have started when I think about somebody or if I see someone and they have on a cute outfit, you know, I think it in my brain and I'm like, why don't I say it out loud? Right? So I think it's really lovely. So she like kind of blushed and I said, actually, aren't you the one that was wearing that fabulous creature from the Black Lagoon dress like a year ago? And her eyes got really wide and she's like, <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, oh, okay. She's like blushing and stuff. Anyways, I'm like, you always <laughs> just look so great. We have eye contact. We're talking the entire time. She's looking me in the eye as she's ringing me up. And then she goes, okay, sir, your total will be 3648. <laughs> Jessica, I am 92% sure you could have asked her out and had a date. <laughs> I think so. I really think so. But like we were talking about this when you told me it when I could finally start breathing again, because only because I know that it happens to you all the time and you're just like so all used to it. You're so gracious about it. I would cry. But I said to you, I have always since the day I met you found you very feminine. You uh, dress so lovely. You always have a nice bag with you. Like there's you have. And then on top of all of that, besides that. <laughs> And just like you're, you have a very nurturing personality. You're very caring, which often we relate to a feminine quality, right? But on top of that, I said you have two, you have two very large boobies. Like, what did she think was going on? That you're this man, quote unquote, had just had tumors. Like, I don't know how you could. Possibly oh my God. over a speaker. Maybe I get it. But I said to Jessica, I was like, did she just think you were flaming gay? Because <laughs> you were talking about her clothes in such detail. 
It was um, just, I mean, all I did was, la- it's like, I'm so tired. I don't want to correct anyone anymore. I just want to move on with life. I was literally crying. I was laughing so hard from behind my mask, which, by the way, was a pink mask. Anyway. I was wearing a pink mask. I was wearing one of my amazing holiday masks because who cares anymore? I'm going to keep wearing my festive as fuck mask. And it had pink poinsettias on it. I'm still wearing my Halloween mask. My um, witch's mask. (laughs) I don't care. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what? This brings up a a great question. It's a question to you and to our readers. So, of course. Our readers. For the the e-zine that we put out. I'm literally crying. Okay. Oh my God. I left the beautiful wreath that my husband came home with, which is just fresh pine and pine cones, right? Now, of course, we associate that type of wreath with Christmas and the Christmas season, but I looked at it and I'm like, there's nothing on it. First of all, half my neighborhood left up their Christmas stuff and I'm all about it. Again, it's like, who cares if it's giving somebody joy and adding some light in their life, pun intended, go for it. But I left the wreath up and I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with it. Is Can't that just be a wintry thing? It's not like it's June and I have a dead wreath still on my door, but yeah. I, I bought a mister for my air plants and I'm like, hey, I'm going to start misting that wreath. But yeah. is that weird to leave that on the front door? No, I don't think so. I think like you said, it's just foliage, which is lovely, but also I may not be the right person to ask. I'm just going to move my head a little bit. <laughs> Yes. My tree. I see garland. Every, every Christmas decoration. I don't know if you can slim yes. me move my head. I'm trying to be a weatherman and point for you. That's I a see garland. snowman. That's a snowman. <laughs> Uh. (laughs) So I may not be the right person to ask. However, I feel like if it doesn't have any holiday specific decor on it, then it's just plants. plants. I think Mm -hmm. it's lovely. And also, I don't care. I feel like this last year was so hard. And let's be honest, 2021, she needs some rev up. Uh Right. uh uh So whatever brings you joy to me, I'm like, if you want to celebrate I don't care. Fourth of July right now. Get out your sparklers. I don't care. Whatever makes you happy. Well, my weird neighbor is sure to do that because he's the one who put up Christmas stuff last April when we were in the height of this. So I'm really looking forward to his next thing. It's like the hoarder that has like holiday lawn decor galore. And for the first time ever, I guess it's because of COVID, he incorporated a lot of his Halloween stuff and added like Santa hats and whatnot to them and put those out to just make it be cuckoo pants, holiday wonderland slash nightmare. And I'm all about it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Do what you want. Seriously. Do what you want. I mean, I, I've i been painting a ton, like watercolors mm-hmm. and drawing mm-hmm. and things like that. And I'm so terrible at it. And I couldn't be happier. Like, I just keep making terrible things. And in fact, Jessica was like, maybe you should get some canvas. And I was like, mm, it's easier to throw away paper. <laughs> Uh, Dana is being too mod. I'm really not. Art bug ran through all the ladies in your family. And actually, I mean, I don't know if your dad can draw or not, but you don't have to draw to be artistic. Isn't your dad very handy and makes all kinds of stuff in his workshop? Something actually, you made me think about when I was a kid, my dad used to do coin carving. 
Do you know what that is? What? No. It's this very, very delicate. You take a coin and he had a teeny tiny saw and he would cut out the image inside the coin. What? Yeah, but leave the coin whole. Uh, I used to do that when I was a kid. Like you would have cut out silhouette of Lincoln's bus? Correct. Correct. Yes. I want to see one. Yeah, he used to do that all the time with all kinds of coins. It was pretty, he made necklaces out of them. Don't let the U.S. Treasury hear that. There's a coin. I know, right? I know, right? Also, did you see Canada asked people to stop spocking their five, whatever their five is? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stop spocking it. Honestly, if I saw Spock on money, I'd be happy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't mind. Well, I, I love how I'm saying I don't mind if people do that. I mean, it belongs to the government, I guess. I know, I know. The mm. But the Canadian money is like made out of plastic. I have a couple of bills in my wallet. The next time I see you, I'll have to let you actually touch it because it's made of some type of plastic. It's not paper. Mm. It's oh. literally impossible to make, what do you call it? Counterfeit bills, I think, in Canada. Oh. I mean, somebody correct me if I'm wrong with our listeners in Canada, but y'all know what I'm talking about. It's clear. You can even see through the bills in certain part. Wow. It feels feels weirder than money from any game you ever played as a kid. It's just not paper. I don't know how to explain what it's made out of. Is it like um, a laminated card? No. Oh. It's very thin and very pliable, but I just can't tear it. You can't in the tear last, it. I want to say five. How long have I been podcasting? We've been going almost two years. Mm-hmm. And I went through So about five, mm-hmm. almost five years I've been podcasting. I have learned so much about Canada that <laughs> I never, ever knew. Why is Canada the most interesting place on earth right now? Because it's so beautiful. People are nice to each other. And the population of the entire country is less than the population of our great state of California. Yeah, maybe that's it. You need to go there. Well, I went there for like 24 hours once. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It wasn't pleasant, but that was because of work, not because of Canada. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would love to go to Canada. And I I mean, I'm just going to be blunt. I like to look at Trudeau. I know that not everyone in Canada loves Trudeau, but I think he's eye candy. (laughs) Well, you're a history buff. I'm not kidding. I think you would be quite intrigued to look up uh, some old footage in particular, but read up on his father, Pierre, who I know my grandmother like loved Pierre Trudeau so much. By the way, he was like a total playboy. He had an affair with Barbara Streisand and other famous women. Oh, yeah. Fascinating. He didn't give a shit. He was very, like, blunt and direct. He wasn't rude, and he wasn't a sensationalist. But, like, when the press was following him, there was a very famous time where he literally just blatantly flicked them off and said some some, uh, things that you wouldn't normally necessarily say to the press. But he was uh, a Quebecois, okay? I'm from Montreal, Quebec. And Mm -hmm. he became the Prime Minister of Canada, but he was actually trying to unite everyone because part of the reason my family ended up in the U.S. was from the separatist movement. We had a corrections corner early on from my father about what happened at that time. But he was not for Quebec seceding. They were trying to become their own country. And, you know, a lot of people in that province had issues with that with him and thought he was kind of a traitor or whatever. Mm -hmm. But he really just tried to unite Canada. And he pissed people off. He had relations with some countries that the U.S. and other countries didn't approve of. But look up Pierre Trudeau when you have time. I'm not joking. He's actually a fascinating man. And he 
was a really, really, really good prime minister in Canada. Wow. Interesting. When I have time, that's all I've got. Ah! (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, should we get into it? That was Yeah, let's do it. That was a a long catch up and an interesting peek into the boring (laughs) habits of me. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, you're up first with rants and let's just preface since we're back again, uh-huh. let's refresh and say, we want to, we want to get out all of our rants. We realize there are so many more important oh, things yeah. going on in the world, but it's important also to have like a sense of normalcy mm-hmm. and we're allowed to get aggravated about mundane, ridiculous minutia. Yes. And this is the place we bring it. We rant 100%. it out for you get it all out, and then we fill up with goodness. So that's, that's what right. we're about ready to do. Yes, there exactly. are bigger problems in the world, but it's okay to be aggravated too. Yes. If this <laughs> is your first time joining us, you can go back through and hear all the ranting you want about yes. COVID and politics and everything else we said we'd never do. Yes. We're back, we're back to our roots. Yes, exactly. With mundane rants. And mundane, I, here silly for it. Stuff. I am too. I will also say, um, just personally for me, it's the last day of this administration and I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> we are not a political podcast. We won't mention it again. But it's you know. Claire. Woo! <laughs> Sorry, guys. Silence is violence. Woo! Okay, you're not <laughs> you're not what's your rant, Jessica? Okay. This is regarding not getting the one thing you wanted mm-hmm. when you go to pick up food to go at a restaurant or have it delivered. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Especially when it is the thing that you wanted the most. Even more so when you order in person and the person clearly repeats your exact order correctly. So uh-huh. you have faith that it's all there. Yeah. And then you and then when you grab it, you go, this is everything. Uh-huh. uh-huh. You even yeah. think you're like, oh, there's several containers in here because right. I don't ever just order one thing. I'm like, oh, there's a lot of containers. It's all here. Yeah. By the time you get home, as much as you want it, there ain't no way you are driving back to deal with it or now. waiting or trusting a driver to bring it by, which, by the way, they never offered it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Well, I am, I am in your camp. No way I'm driving back. Mm-mm. I know a person who will stop eating miss dinner with our child and me to drive back because there wasn't because they put mayonnaise on something can't touch it can't eat it very angry stomps to the car i am actually so shocked because if i'm being totally honest which i think i can be with you i would have thought it's the opposite that i know you right would be the one, i would no, think dan being the sweet gentleman that he is he'd be like honey, it's fine. Just, can you eat it? Can you, here, have mine. I'll eat that. That's what I'm picturing going on. I'll take a paper towel and go wipe. Good as new. (laughs) He won't touch it. So you guys, this happened a lot. I mean, this has happened throughout life, but this happened to me recently where it was just one of those days. I mean, I think again, most people can relate. I was never a cook. I have zero training in the kitchen. I became a pseudo cook during quarantine out of necessity and out of boredom. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there are just some moments where I was like, I can't, 
And when yeah. I say I can't, I don't just mean I can't cook a meal that takes me two hours to put together. I don't even want to make a sandwich, which yeah. requires zero effort. I'm like, yeah. no. So yeah. I went to, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, Zanku Chicken. Big fan. Not trying to knock Zanku. Yeah. It's been around for like longer than I've been in LA. It's a family owned business. Also, huge standing. murder story. Google it. Huge uh, murder story. Yes. And I, I love, of course, you know about it. Yeah. I love that you know about, well, there's one very close to you. That was the original yes. one that I used to go to. So this place does insane, like rotisserie chicken and baba mm -hmm. ganoush and all that kind of stuff. All I wanted was their rice. Now I'm telling you, that seems like Jessica, who cares? It's rice. No, it's not. I don't know what it is. I'm convinced Stop that shaking your finger at me. <laughs> I am pointing at Dana, like with such vehemence, like you better listen, young lady, or I'm going to talk to your manager. I don't know what breed or varietal of rice they use. It's more like orzo pasta. And I'm saying that as a good thing. I don't know what kind of rice they use. I don't know what kind of gallon of melted butter or God knows what they are putting on that. I've never had rice so good. And yes, it's that good that I could just eat a container of that rice and be happy. I wouldn't say that about rice any other time in my life. Oh, I love rice. All I wanted oh, no. was that rice. And you didn't get it. And they left it out. I went there because I wanted the rice. But of course, I'm like, well, I'll go ahead and get, uh, yeah, give me the chicken and a container of hummus and baba ganoush. Oh, okay. and tabbouleh, Dana's favorite. Ew. I don't, oh. I also don't know if I would like, I, I like Zanko, Zanko chicken rice though, but oh, I don't know what. You would love it. What's Orson pasta? Orzo is like a pasta oh. <laughs> that looks like rice. It's tiny, but it has like. I'm telling you, the rice has like a chew that's more like orzo than of basmati or jasmine rice. Oh Y'all, all I wanted was that damn rice. And they gave me everything except the rice. Did you go back? No, because I was so mad and I like unpacked everything. And also, I'm like, it's like huh. depending on where you ordered from, although I usually only order from places very close to me, mm -hmm. but I, I start doing the calculator in my head of like, is it worth the, let's say, round trip 20 minutes Correct. for the $3 item? I went, Correct. no, no, it's not to me. Also, it's not like somebody's going to run it out to your car and do a uh -uh. Hail Mary no, and throw you it to you and you drive away. And you have to you go have in like, and you're waiting you behind have the five people who haven't ordered. Yeah. Do you have your receipt? It's just such a hassle. It makes me furious. And you guys, I've said this before. I'm a condiment hoe. So I get real upset, especially if I order Indian food and I request the chutneys and the tamarind extra okay at that okay. and they don't bring that and then i'll call and they're like oh we're sorry i'm like you're sorry i'm like and, and then i realize how irrational i am i'm like i really wanted that like they give a crap well, and then they say well what do you want us to do or we yeah. can refund you i said i don't want a refund i want someone to bring it over here is mm -hmm. what i want and they never dan do tipton, no dan tipton got into a uh, of I guess a verbal spar with the owner of a local pizza place. Oh my god! Because he ordered garlic cheese bread, and they just sent us buttered bread, and that's like a four dollar difference. It is. You paid for it, and it's not what you wanted. And not to mention, I don't like the cheese bread from this place anyway, because they just take a hoagie roll and butter it and put no, cheese. At, like, come on, that's no. not. 
mm-hmm. stop it. Just stop mm-hmm. it. Um, <laughs> so I just stayed out of it. But anyway, the, I could hear him talking to the manager and he goes, well, what I want you to do is bring me what I ordered. Mm-hmm. And he got into a fight with the guy and I had the bread sitting there. It was open and he gets off the phone. He comes over and he closes the lid up and he takes it away from me. And I go, well, I wasn't going to eat that, but like, what's going on? He goes, well, they're bringing our cheese bread. And I said, okay. And he goes, and he told me I have to return the regular bread. And I go, why? It's not like they can serve it to anybody else. Ew. I mean, that makes me even angrier because then they probably are. I hope not. It's a hoagie roll that sat in my house for 20 minutes. <laughs> Oh my God. It is aggravating. But I'm also the queen of, I don't know why I hate checking my bag before I leave. Like Dan will open a sandwich to make sure it doesn't have onions on it. Right. He'll sit in the, he'll pull pull up and he'll sit and open every single thing. I don't want to open every single thing. I'd rather just pick the pickles off. I don't care. But, (laughs) but I am notorious for driving away without my drink. And that does make me mad. I've done that. Oh yeah. I did that the other day at Taco Bell and the kid was so nice. And I felt like I was missing something and I sat there and I go, is that it? He goes, sure is. We had such a lovely interaction. Like it was so pleasant. And then as soon as I pulled out of the driveway and there's like eight other cars in line and you, you can't go in, yep. you know, a lot of our restaurants are completely closed for real, yes. just drive through. And yep. uh, so I was like, I was pulling out of the driveway and I was like, no, dang it. I forgot my street. Too late. Too late. Yeah. I know. Rant it is over. frustrating. It is. Okay. Should I move on to mine? Yes. It's equally as aggravating. Important. And not important. <laughs> it is important. <laughs> Jessica! <laughs> you lunged at your microphone so hard. <laughs> okay, so here's my rant. Organizing everything in your house to make it easier to find and access things only to not be able to find what you need when you're looking for it. So Jessica went ahead and put a prime example, uh, which is me. Uh, something that I did that is so stupid, but I really was trying to make it better for myself. Um, so, you know, I've been going mad over the pandemic, trying to organize things. And I, don't get me wrong. My house is still a wreck, but like some of my closets and stuff are nice. <laughs> so I went through, I hand built for myself. Sometimes I get crazy and decide I want something and I'll just fucking build it. I know that's so weird. You wouldn't think that about me, but I needed, I had a, my bedroom is so tiny and I had a space under a mirror that was kind of like good for a vanity, but I wanted a specific Mm -hmm. shelving system, whatever. So I bought some wood and I built it. Anyway, I I need to see a picture. You never told me this. I didn't. No. I built it. Very intriguing. I've used it for like 10 years now, something like that. Anyway, I love it. So I organize that thing all the time because I keep all my hair stuff in it, all of my product, like my makeup Mm -hmm. product, stuff like that. And it's a it gets a mess. And so I go through it. Well, apparently I did that at some point over the pandemic, but at I was I have stunk. What's the past tense? Stink. I probably still stinked. I don't know, but I've Um. not worn deodorant as much as I should. (laughs) And one day I said to my son, I was like, dude, mommy stinks. And he was like, what? I was like, mommy literally stinks. And I had just showered that morning. Like, I think I'm getting old and my body chemistry is changing. (laughs) 
So anyway, I kept looking for my deodorant and this was like the fifth day in a row I couldn't find my deodorant. And I was like, I know I have deodorant. I know I have deodorant. Well, what I had done is organized all nine of my deodorants <laughs> into a box in my little shelving system mm-hmm. put a beautiful it was a beautiful box from keels that was like mm-hmm. these little kids uh sledding a gift that somebody gave me and i was like that box is so cute <laughs> which i don't need but i kept it <laughs> and then i hid nine full deodorants from myself in there zero memory of it i do zero that zero memory it's- or like Oh, I'm going to put all of my earbuds and charging cords and everything I need electrical in this one bag. Don't know where the bag is. Lost everything. (laughs) Okay, this is even more hilarious because I specifically gave you a little, like a jewelry roll up, but for your tech stuff, because I can't ever keep mine together. I should have got one for myself, but I was dying. I'm like, I'm getting this for Dana. It's right here beside me. It has kept me. It has kept me. It has kept me from losing stuff. I appreciate it so much because I will organize last night. So all my art supplies, I, I don't know if we told this, but everybody knows we all hate Cutter. Everybody hates Cutter. She's oh. a mean, mean cat. I obviously I love her. I wouldn't give her in to be euthanized or anything, but she is a holy terror and she doesn't mm. love us. She really doesn't. <laughs> so I have to hide things from her because she peed on all of my art supplies. So I had mm. them in the special canvas bag. She got into the bag, oh, peed no. on my peed on my paints, peed on no. all my paper, my carbon no. paper, like everything. She peed all over it. All ruined. Had to throw it all away. So as I've slowly over time built up my art supplies again, I put them in this big plastic bag. And so last night I was painting and I was like, I cannot find, I need my palette. I wanted to mix some paints. And I had put all of my art supplies in this big plastic bag. It's a giant bag filled with tons of paper, watercolor paper, um, drawing, sketching paper, mm-hmm. three palettes for paints, like to mix my paint. Like it's huge. Unreal. It took me an hour to find it. And then I found it tucked in the the living room behind uh-huh. the behind the um, paper shredder. Amazing. Why? Why did I put it there? And when? I feel like we are so on the same page. It's awful because a normal person i think both of us are not normal i'll just go ahead no, and I say that really, yeah a normal human organizes to make their life easier, easier right yeah it actually it works the opposite for me that is sick i know it's not okay i could easily judge anyone else who i go into i do it when i work with clients on organizing and getting their homes ready i'm great at doing it for others i can't do it for myself I do the same darn thing, Dana. And then way after I've already bought it two or three yes. times, because I can't I'll find it just like you said. I'm like, oh, I had a box under my cabinet that yeah. is here. I just don't ever think to look in my cabinet where it should be. Yeah. Which brings me to back to I think I may have mentioned this once a long time ago. I have a friend who's the queen of organizing and she is a big proponent over only having clear storage bins. And I go, ew, nobody wants to look at all that. She goes, Well, you just said the reason why I think it should be clear. If you don't want to look at it in there, then you don't need to have all that you crap. Need to have it. I so know. you need to have it neat and organized so you can get it and you know, oh, there's my art supplies, there's my makeup, all that. 
She goes, then you put it in a cupboard and you put labels on it. I don't label. You know how many times people have given me a touch? You do? Yeah. I should. I, I label. My sisters make fun of me for it, but it is the only way I can keep, especially like my chargers and things. Yes. I'm like, what the heck does this go to? No, it's hard. <laughs> I, I do label. And I have one of those canvas hang, those shoe rack bags, the canvas shoe bags mm-hmm. on the inside of my um, teeny tiny bathroom hall. You could call it a closet, but it's only five inches deep. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. So I hang that and I p- used jute rope mm-hmm. and i printed out fancy labels so like i said band-aids and each pocket is labeled with little oh that's labels. cute yeah but do i stick to it if you look in the band-aids pocket right now i guarantee you there's nail polish remover in it. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, i might have I to am... come take one of your deodorants dana yeah <laughs> well i've got nine you and they're why? all they're all the same kind. That's what's so hilarious. I have a favorite kind and I buy it over and over yeah. and then I lose it. And then I put it in a box somewhere. I don't know. I wish, Jessica, that I was the kind of person that I could organize other people's things because then maybe we could swap. Like you could come organize right? me and I could, but I'm not that good. Also, the key is, and like my dad would always do this and I'd always be like, Ugh. when my dad comes home from a store, he immediately cuts open the packaging, puts it where it is in the kitchen. I do that the now, but I wasn't always like that. It is I helpful. get it and I throw it in a corner and then I find it a year later. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's why I stopped doing that because I, mean, I, I was the worst. As soon as anything comes in my house, I take it out of the bag. I unwrap it. I throw the packaging in recycle and I usually put it away but it doesn't stay there is the problem well (sighs) i'll say one last thing about deodorants when we were at whole foods my husband and i went there to get some like something fun to eat for new year's eve right our big new year's eve the two of us right yeah i love how i'm acting like i would have been at a club at a penthouse somewhere in downtown i I would have been home regardless okay i know it's overrated it's overrated (laughs) it really is but we're like oh let's get a nice seafood or something so I walked by and I'm like, oh, they had like the 12 days of beauty, which was like a lovely kind of advent calendar. And it was on sale because it was after Christmas Mm -hmm. and it was a great deal. It was like really nice size products. And the whole box was 20 bucks. I'm like, Hmm. can I get this? I'm like, it has your favorite deodorant and I'll give it to you. And he's like, okay, yeah, great. So I bought it and it really does have a deodorant that's unisex. It's like charcoal. It doesn't have a smell really. So he went to use it today, and don't you know the the thing in the bottom is broken. We twisted oh, no. with all our might, and the deodorant wouldn't come out. So I'll see you in about twenty minutes, and I'll pick up one of those deodorants if you don't. Oh mind. my god, that's so frustrating. <laughs> you know what else happens like that a lot too? That I just lost my mind over this week is I bought two plastic water bottles for all my plants, mm-hmm. and the squirters don't work. That little spring up in the squirter uh, can slip out, and I, yes. you can't get up in there. You just have to toss it, and it's so aggravating. Which is annoying and feels wasteful. I know. And you don't want to take back a $2 plastic bottle yes. and be like, it's not working. I mean, I don't even think you can take back a not working deodorant, can you? I mean, I'm going to try, I guess. Yeah, I would too. Ugh, just to exchange it, right? Yes. And obviously, it hasn't been used. It's broken. That's right. Or you could just spoon it onto your armpits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
imagine he already uh, used to use a natural deodorant like that which i'm not making fun of it it's good because it doesn't have aluminum and all those other mm-hmm. things sure but yeah i'm like oh, what are you doing he's like oh i'm using that deodorant i'm like with your fingers <laughs> but you have to kind of like get in there and i'm like i'm cool i'll yeah. stick with my um dove cucumber thank uh, you yeah me too you want to know why because it works <laughs> It works and it I'm smells sorry. good without anyone else smelling it. Yes. And also, yes. And also like with this uh, obvious body change I'm going through, <laughs> nobody wants me using natural. Believe oh me, God. if I'm going to say flat out to my child, mommy stinks, you definitely want me using some, some, uh, something hard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Hilarious. Well, Let's go ahead and get into our corners, yeah? Uh, not b- without a cleansing breath. Oh, jeez. Uh, don't worry. I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on my points to ponder. I'm gonna be talking about some of these kinds of things, but you're absolutely right because I constantly forget. It's literally like the thing of our show. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> okay, so we're going to take a deep breath in. Mm-hmm. You can, as, Right now it's pandemic. If you need to scream it out, you can. If you just want to breathe it out with us, let's uh, take all that energy we worked up from ranting and yeah. blow it all out and fill up with some goodness. All right, all are we right. ready? Mm-hmm. Take a deep breath in. And... Uh... <sighs> Feels that good. was lovely. Yes. Feels I love how we both got good. so calm. We've been like, then one breath, we're like, that was so beautiful. Thank you, Jessica, for sharing that breath. Two Pomeranians. We just got our ears scratched. Okay, you're first. Okay, so this is a what? the what what the what a california man was arrested saturday and accused of hiding in a restricted area of chicago's o'hare international airport for three months okay what was that tom hanks movie remember when he lived in an airport oh my god yeah i know what you're talking about (laughs) holy crap i forgot about that actually yeah the man told police that COVID-19 had rendered him too scared to travel home to California. So he hid in the airport, <laughs> surviving on food provided by strangers. What? I mean, it's very... I, listen, California is dangerous right now. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. <laughs> it's scary. I mean, we have COVID like crazy here. But I don't know that I would feel any safer in an airport. Ew, and also, no. How are you going to just depend on the kindness of others to feed you? Anyway, continue. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, did he not have any form of income? I mean, I, I don't know. It's. I mean, get a job at Coffee Bean while you're there. Like, right? it's a short commute if you're living there. <laughs> also, if he was there, either he was there for work, correct? Or were you visiting someone and you know them or did you take a vacation in a pandemic and then realize, Oh, I'm too scared to go home. Yeah, what? No, it doesn't know. make sense. United airlines staff spotted 36 year old Adida Singh and requested identification. 
They said he removed his mask and presented a badge, which belonged to an airport operations manager who reported it missing last October. Terrifying. I can't. Singh faces felony charges of criminal trespass in a restricted area of an airport, as well as misdemeanor theft charges. Cook County Judge Susanna Ortiz set the bail at a thousand a thousand dollars. Doesn't seem very high. <laughs> she also well, said he doesn't if, have any money. I don't think he's <laughs> gonna be able to reach it. Oh, she said if he came up with the money, he would be prohibited from returning to the airport. Really? Oh. You don't say. Yeah, I think that's good. The hearing took place last Sunday where the judge was concerned that an individual had remained undetected in a secure area for so long. Well, thank you, judge, because at least somebody has a brain here. That's what I want to know. Yeah, it's not like Burbank or John Wayne Airport, teeny tinies. It's Chicago (laughs) O'Hare. Also, don't we have surveillance everywhere nowadays? So if someone and i sure as hell hope there's at least one person watching those monitors you don't go huh there was a guy in a blue hoodie whatever the hell he was wearing uh yesterday actually and the day before like it it doesn't clue in that somebody's been there i don't understand how three months and where was he hiding if it was a restricted area i I just i I can't i'm assuming their pictures are probably on their badge he, i'm assuming doesn't look like the guy maybe he did the court I finds these facts and circumstances quite shocking for the alleged period of time that this occurred being in a secured part of the airport under a fake id badge allegedly based upon the need for airports to be absolutely secure so that people feel safe to travel i do find those alleged actions do make him a danger to the community so again it's I'm- sad but like dude sure. Obviously, there's he has Uh, issues, and there's no at least according to this, it's not that he attacked someone or was. I mean, he stole the badge, but yes, there is no place I would less like to be than at an airport. Correct. It's the most uncomfortable. Yes, it's uncomfortable. People like no, I don't know why germ filled. It's like. If you told me that he hid out in a greenhouse or in a barn somewhere, I'd be like, understandable. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, right. In a greenhouse, you're surrounded by fresh air and loveliness. In a barn, you can snuggle a sheep. I mean, Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Mm -hmm. What you got in an airport? A C's candy? Oh my god. Yeah, not not the life for me. And but no. I will say to you, hopefully he'll be able to get some help. Somebody can, you know, yes. it's it's scary times too. Like if you are needing if you're needing help during the pandemic, mm-hmm. a shelter is a very scary place to be right now. Yes, That's something yes. we're trying to work out. You know, yes. obviously Los Angeles has a huge homeless problem. We've been talking about it for years. It's awful. But at the same time, you've got cops going around pulling down tents. Well, the only place these people have to go is some sort of shelter and it's rampant with COVID. So it's, I don't know what the answer is, but it is a sad situation. I would say don't pick an airport. (laughs) Right. All right. So it's my turn. I have a very crazy (laughs) corner that Jessica, would you happen to know what kind of corner this is is it a weird a so very weird 
why must they bring their witness here? It is. It is. I have a weirdo of the week. I think you're going to get some hate mail about changing up the lyrics on our song, but. <laughs> I always do. I know. Get okay, so. <laughs> here we go. This is from Sky News. Uh, this was from Wednesday, January 6th, a very historical day, and it's by Sabah Chowdhury. Naked fugitive rescued from tree by fishermen. Okay, here we go. Two fishermen have rescued a naked fugitive who they found sitting on a tree branch in an Australian crocodile habitat. Mm-hmm. Now, let me revisit what I said before. I would much rather you hide out in an airport than a crocodile habitat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Kev Joyner and Cam Froust, both recreational fishers, found the 40-year-old in East Point close to the city of Darwin on Sunday. The friends said they heard Luke Voskrensky shout out for some help as they were setting up crab traps from their dinghy in the swamp. They said Voskrensky. I know I'm saying that wrong. I apologize. It's got a lot of syllables. I, I couldn't pronounce it either. who was covered in mud, cuts, and insect bites, I bet, begged them for a drink of clean water and said that he had been living off of snails for four days. I mean, Mr. I love escargot, but no. I have a feeling he didn't have the parsley or the butter to back that up. He definitely didn't. He would have been way better off to put that on his face because I hear their mucus is good for your skin. (laughs) (laughs) They said Voskrinskinski. Mr. Frost said he had been using his clothes for bits and pieces over the way. That's a quote. I don't know what that means. I don't either. Bits and pieces of what, sir? That's why you're naked? Where did it go? Did you eat your clothes? I don't. I need to know where this goes. Okay, Roanoke, I gotta find it. <laughs> it didn't make sense to us. He had a nest made up in the tree, and he was only laying a meter above the water, and there were crocs in the water. So he has done well to survive. Oh my God, Mr. Joiner said the pair were initially unsure about bringing Voskreskinski on board with them. Uh, yeah, I would be too. Just because you're on water doesn't mean there ain't stranger danger. You don't pick up hitchhikers in a crocodile habitat. <laughs> he said once we'd seen how bad he was and how many cuts he had all over him and how he was dehydrated and pretty weak, we thought we'd better get him in the boat. Also, I love that there's a picture. We may need to post this on Instagram at some point because it's just like a pink blur in in a tree (laughs) i mean it's blurred and the view is like slightly obscured because of the blurring like it kept staring at it i'm like oh i don't know where his body is animal hide hanging up yes a blurred out naked body it is but it's there's two separate non-touching blurs and it's at the top of his body and then it looks like he has four penises hanging down that are not blurred and then something else i don't know anyway we thought he just must have had a big night after new year's and got lost and done himself a mischief in the bush 
in the booth. Mr. Mr. Faust said he gave Voskostrinsky his shorts and a beer as the trio went back to Darwin. He said he looked like he needed a beer, although he was in a bad way. There was an ambulance crew waiting by a boat ramp upon their arrival. He was taken to a hospital in Darwin where he was placed under police guard as he was treated. Police said he had been on bail after being charged with armed robbery, multiple aggravated assaults, deprivation of liberty, and stealing. He had removed his electronic monitoring device last week to evade police. His hospital admission meant that he was pardoned from attending court to face new charges of breaching bail and aggravated assault, court official Xavier Lacana said. His next court date's February 9th. Mr. Faust said he decided against visiting Voskrinsky in the hospital after finding, finding out he was uh, wanted by the police. I don't oh, know what boy. that means, but I also don't know what this, if we, I know we've got a few Australian listeners. What is that deprivation of liberty? Is that kidnapping? I don't know. That's what it sounds like to me, but surely not. It didn't say he tried to kidnap a crocodile. That would be dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Oh, my God. But honestly, there. W- remember the guy that lived in the Disney animal park for a while? Like, yes. that makes sense to me. But to go out to, like, a Louisiana lagoon with the crocs, I know he's in Australia, even worse, everything is deadly in Australia. <laughs> What's wrong with you, dude? And like climb to the top of that tree. That's why there's room down low. There's plenty of apartments because they get eaten. Why? You- in a tr- well, maybe he went there thinking nobody will come looking for him in an area with crocodiles. But guess what, pal? How long you think you can stay there indefinitely? Yeah. yeah. There's no drive through there. Where are you going to eat? Oh, my God. And also, what was his nest made of if it wasn't his clothes? I'm really upset. I need to know where his clothes went. <laughs> I know. It says he used his clothes as bits and pieces. Uh, and bits I thought, and of what? Of, of food? What? That's what I'm wondering, which I would think would do a number on your, on your bowels. It's like an old-timey cartoon where a hobo catches an old boot in a lake and then and cooks it over cooks the stove. It eats it. I Why is that? Cannot. I know what you're talking about. Why is that an iconic <laughs> image in our brain? I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh my god, my that's god. so weird. It is weird. <laughs> and this guy is weird. Uh, yeah, you're weird. You're so very. Oh wait, you guys. You know what that sound is? That's my karaoke microphone warming up. You're weird. You're so very weird. Why must you bring your weirdness here? Oh, yeah. I like it. I like it. Those were our first corners of 2021. (laughs) I like it. Oh All right, my let's, God. we should move on into our good news. Yes. We okay, so good news. First rave for this week comes from one of our original listeners. He, he has been with us since the beginning. He is an absolute joy. He is a, a friend for like, I absolutely. would say. Dana yeah, and I, I say him. we hope to get to meet this man one day because yeah, he is a delight. absolutely delightful. Also, you know, we have a soft spot for firemen. and Yes, he... he's a retired fireman. Mm-hmm. And he's also just very helpful man. He volunteers for different organizations, including the one we're about to talk about. And I will tell you that he reached out to me when we originally spoke of Sweet Little Baker. He offered, because he lives in the same state as that family, he offered his assistance. He said, if they ever oh need God. anything, I'm happy. And I like... 
it was really overwhelming to me that he would offer to do that. So Literally, uh, one of these, we love absolutely. He is one of these people that like I would have never met this man. Mm-hmm. Were it not for social media and podcasting, yeah, and like he doesn't live in our state, I don't know anyone he knows, and what an amazing blessing he's been in my life for several years now. He's just delightful. So anyway, I'll let you go ahead. I just wanted to say that totally. Love- so I think if we're okay to say his name, yes, to acknowledge him. His name is yeah. Linus. Yeah. And he is always sent in. Also, he sends us fun messages all the time, and all the we time. love that. He yeah. always gives us the nice little review of the show, which I love. I love. So this is an organization that Lennis um, has volunteered with. And we're going to post a link not only to the site, but they also have a online auction, which, of course, a lot of people have moved to that during the yeah. last year or so because they can't have their in-person galas as they normally would to raise money for the organizations. So they have an online auction where you can bid on things and they have amazing stuff that's clearly been donated by businesses in the area. This is caringhouse.org. Caringhouse provides comfortable, supportive, and affordable housing to Duke Cancer Institute adult outpatients and their caregivers. It is a 12,900 square foot building that has 18 private rooms, each with a private bath, phone, television, and DVD player. Common areas include a fully equipped kitchen, a dining room, a great room, laundry room, Library with computer access, screened-in porch, water garden and koi pond, bird habitat area, rose garden, and a healing garden. That sounds lovely. It really does. And I looked it up, and it looks like an absolutely beautiful facility. I love this part, too. Guests are encouraged to bring their caregivers, who may be a spouse, another family member, or a close friend. Wow. So I love that because nobody wants to be alone. Alone. Yeah. Hopefully, if someone is going through cancer or any kind of illness, they have somebody there to give them a hand, you know, both physically, but also as moral support. Uh, excuse me, emotional support. Guests can borrow books during their stay to read in a cozy corner of the house or bring to their treatment sessions. iPads are also available in this room for guests and caregivers to use to keep in touch with family and friends and offices. The space is also used for volunteers who provide complimentary professional healing art services, such as massage, yoga, and healing touch. Oh, wow. So that also is amazing because they obviously have people in the area that donate their services. It's so wonderful. And you know what? Self-care, that's a lot of self-care stuff and also healing, especially right now. So important. So they have multiple ways to get involved. And as we always say, if you are not in North Carolina or near where Duke University and their amazing medical facilities, by the way, that's where Baker goes for all of his special doctors. Duke is just an incredible medical center, a true treasure in this country. They have multiple ways to get involved. You can volunteer. So I'm sure they need volunteers all the way across the board from services to actually volunteering stuff to upkeep the home, Mm -hmm. provide a meal, which I thought was awesome. So you could pay and they tell you it's usually to about 25 to 30 people at a time. You could either pay to have food delivered for the night, or you can come there and make a meal like a spaghetti dinner night, tacos or whatever, and make it in their kitchen, which is lovely. You can also make a gift, which is uh, making a monetary donation. The average length of stay for a guest is four to six weeks. So 
think about that too, the schlepping that people would have to do back and forth to wherever they live, or maybe they're coming from out of state or a more rural area to think about having to drive hours in between and with your treatments and going back mm -hmm. and forth and how tired it's very taxing. Absolutely. It's just a really lovely program. And if you are not in the area, I'm sorry, I, I think I got ahead of myself. I was going to say, we always say you can look for something in your area that's similar, similar to that. Yeah. Or let it inspire you. And maybe that's something your community needs and you and a buddy can yes. help start it up. Who knows? Totally. And we, we also say too all the time, it doesn't require money to help other people. You can spread the word, you can volunteer time, you exactly. know, things like that. It, it, it does make a difference. And obviously we know it's COVID right now. Things are hard, but we're all looking for ways that we can help even, even in these times because it's even more so needed. Mm -hmm. Totally. I love that. So yeah, that is a lovely organization. And Lennis, thank you for bringing that to our attention. And thank yeah, you for thank the work you. that you have done to get the word out with this amazing organization that's definitely going to help people get through a really hard time with absolutely a little bit of peace, hopefully. I love it. All right. My rave this week is pandemicoflove.com. It is a network of over 1,000 plus volunteers worldwide. Wow. Um, let me tell you what it is a little bit. It's Pandemic of Love is a nonprofit disruptor. We are a mutual aid community of care that was started in response to the COVID-19 epidemic. It humbly began on March 14th, which is interesting because I went into quarantine on March 12th. Wow. Yeah. I remember that. Yep. I remember it was the 12th because I kept my kid out of school before they closed the schools. Mm -hmm. Anyway, such a crazy, crazy time in our, and I'm just tired of living like major historical events. But anyway, um, <laughs> it was intended, um, it was started by one person. Please remember that, okay? Because I'm going to go back mm -hmm. and tell you what they've done. And it's mm -hmm. insane. Um, it was started by one person and intended to help her own local community. But like an epidemic, the act of love and kindness spread quickly and is now a beautiful movement helping those in need throughout the world. The world. Okay. They have done, there's a hundred, there's 1,000 plus volunteers worldwide, 370,000 plus matches between people and families in need of 750,000 unique human connections, $42.5 million in direct transactions. Now, let me tell you what all that does. I just wanted to remind you that was started by one person. Okay. What is a mutual aid community? It connects people in need with patrons who can help with that need. This is a tangible way for people to give to each other quickly, discreetly, and directly. There is no overhead and no fees. It's the most direct way to give. What's the catch? There is none. Kind people are introduced to kind people, which results in an act of kindness and human connection. Okay, so we'll put up a link to get started. You fill out some forms. They'll match you up with a with mm -hmm. a person or a family and check to see if there's a local pandemic of love in your community or your state, because this thing is blowing up massively. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was started by I'm going to say it again. One person. Okay. And it helps individuals. I'm going to, I'm going to read a little bit on the, the page that you click to, to start filling out. Mm -hmm. If you want to be matched up with someone, it helps people in need with like their essentials getting by during mm -hmm. this insane time. Give help is for individuals who are in a position to offer assistance, whether it's a one-time assistance or more often. This form will help match you with an individual or a family in need that meets your criteria of giving 
locate your closest micro community. This is from the US and global lists. Okay. Wow. So anyway, <laughs> it's basically like um, kind of adopting a person or a family to help them out if you if you can, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like um, I would equate it probably to like a big brothers, big sisters kind of thing. I think people are creating, yeah. mm-hmm. people are creating relationships, and you know where they're not able. Some people are not able to keep up with their own needs. Mm-hmm. Somebody else that might be able to on a certain level would be matched with that person on their level. So anyway, right. I think it's I think it's pretty amazing. And they also have a link to if you don't see your micro community below and you're still hoping to get help or give help, you can do so with these national level forms. So they offer that as well. If it's not in your community, it's pretty awesome. So anyway, thank you, Pandemic of Love. This is something that was started out of basically necessity during such a historical, Mm -hmm. scary time. And it's it's really beautiful to see people reaching out and helping where they can. Exactly. Thank you for that, Dana. Lovely, lovely organization. I think so too. Yeah, I love Mm. it. Jessica. Dana. I think that's our show. I can't believe it, but I think it is. Uh, And I- It feels nice to laugh with you. It feels so nice to laugh with you. It's weird because we didn't, at first I was like, oh God, we're going to be green room dumping forever. But Dana and I have been- uh in daily touch nothing yeah has of course changed since that. so we were up to date on the good the bad and the ugly and yes. the very funny i'd like to thank dana for keeping me in good spirits with the tiktok <sighs> that she finally got me to join yes you guys can I you joined, believe it can you I, even believe it how long has it been I got Jessica on TikTok, and now I bombard her with videos every day. But it really is fun. I'm serious. Like, now I'm like, oh, yeah, why was I so resistant to it? I'm resistant to change. I always have been something I'm actively aware of and trying to work on. Listen, I'm still resistant to things. So I, if you're a listener and you're like, why has Dana not been so communicative on Facebook? I've been avoiding Facebook. I don't know why. I just have not been going on there. But I live for, I love Instagram because most of my, I like happy pictures. And then Same. TikTok, you know, you kind of build your own algorithm. My TikTok is the happiest place ever. Like, I just love yeah. it. Also, so can I, we be frank? Most people's parents... And uh-huh. older folk are on Facebook and not on Instagram. So sometimes I don't need to hear people's negative two yeah. cents or political jargon. That doesn't, and I hope I'm not jinxing myself. That doesn't, I'm knocking on wood, y'all. Uh, that doesn't seem to happen on Instagram. Yes, you can have yeah. trolls anywhere, but on Facebook, it's real cray. So I also refrain that I used to be a lot more vocal. And lately I'm just like, I'm exhausted by this. And I don't want to hear even one person's shitty attitude towards what I have the right to say on my own page. I'm tired yeah. of being hijacked. And I'm sure you probably experienced that as well. Yeah, definitely. And I, yeah, I feel the same. I mean, there's no reason for me to just repeat what you said. But so if you have sent me an a message on Facebook or something and I haven't responded. That's the only reason why. Mm-hmm. It's just because I'm not going on there. But you can always reach out to me. I have email. You know, we have Ransom Raves email. You can reach me there. Mm-hmm. You can reach me usually on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I don't 
follow everybody back that I know just because I don't see it. I have, I'm not good at keep, I'm old, you guys. I'm not good at keeping up with that. So like sometimes I'll see somebody that follows me and they've made a comment or something. And I'm like, how do I not follow that person? But just send me a message there or on Rants and Raves and I'll get back to you. As we're wrapping up, I feel like Jessica, we have, do we have some thank yous to go out? Cause we got some gifts and I can't remember if we said thank you before we took a break. I feel like we did. We didn't, we talk about wise beans, which by the way, we I had about wise beans, three delicious. cups of coffee i'm down to my last bag of that delicious coffee so i had three good. cups of it morning so good oh my god um what else i got some fun little stickers and stuff i think you did too from uh beck from blooming yes. with beck and yeah the essential fun, oil towelette yes the mask thing oh people are so kind to us it's amazing mm-hmm. is that it I said thank you to Wild and Beautiful Art. Mm -hmm. Um, I will mention she has started doing, she did, she's the one who did that lovely painting of me and my mama. Um, She has also started doing lovely, lovely recreation paintings of people's homes. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw. I I love it. I think I'm going to do that for my daddy. I hope he's not listening. I don't think he did. I don't think he's listening. Well, even if he is, it'll be still be a nice surprise. (laughs) Yeah, he loves his house, and she does such a good job. It's beautiful. So, is that is that everything? I feel like we're forgetting people. I sure hope not, because every time we get something from people or a note from people, I'm blown away. Me too. It makes me feel so good and happy and special, and I love the connections that we've made. Thank you to those who sent us just messages saying, "Are you guys coming back?" Or I really miss hearing you. you, and it was very sweet and nice to hear that. That and we appreciate you guys being patient, but yeah. it was a much needed break. And I feel like we're back and we're ready to roar. Yes. And All four of, of us. <laughs> speaking, <laughs> of social media. <laughs> speaking of social media, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Rants and Raves podcast. You can email us at the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com. Also, you can hit the contact button and that goes directly to us on our website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. Please check it out because again, not only do we put silly stuff up or clips from the show or whatever, but Dana and I are going to be on a game show uh, again this week. So by the time this episode comes out, I don't know if the show will necessarily be up by next Tuesday when you guys hear this, but either way, we're going to post to that on social media. It's called Sight Unseen. So just to keep you in the know, like if you follow social media, then you would know you could see Dana and Save by the Bell on the Peacock Network. There's a lot of things that you can find out about and us. We do interact with people on social media. I don't go on yes. Facebook as much, but through Instagram and other things we do. I also don't do totally. Twitter. God, I'm like an old person. What I tell you the other day, I described myself as an old person that didn't understand rock and roll. Uh, <laughs> And as always, please support other podcasters, guys. We have our friends um, Spark My Interests over there. We know so many people with podcasts that are just lovely. Uh, Kim Noonan, I was a guest on Multiracial White Boy a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So, you know, listen to your other things. I'm just going to say again, because it's a new year and I really want to, the Happiness Lab really got me through this holiday break. It's such Mm -hmm. a great podcast. And that's all free, you guys. So, 
I think that's it. We're wrapping up. I wanted to, as a point to ponder this week, I'm just going to shout out. I usually like to shout out some things I'm watching. Bridgerton binged it immediately. Yes, it is story porn. I don't care. I loved it. Uh, it is what it is. Is it like high class drama? Absolutely not. Are there handsome men in it? Yep. Is there lots of kissing? Yes. Did I drool? Perhaps. Watched it in two days. All right. <laughs> But what I really wanted to bring to the table today is an app. I'm always telling you guys about these apps, right? So my little sister told me about it, and it is called I Am. I'm going to show you, Jessica. So you can choose your own background or whatever, right? Ooh. So you know how my uh, aloe app pops mm -hmm. up and tells me you need to drink water, it's time to hydrate, you know, all this mm -hmm. stuff. Well, this is one of those kind of apps, and you can schedule it. I have mine scheduled for eight times a day, I think. Mm. And it puts a little flag across your the top of your phone, and you hear it go, bling, and you look at it, and it's an affirmation. So you can favorite ones that will bounce back up for you or not. And I have it set up so that six times a day, the first one in the morning, it tells me, you know, it's, it's I usually have self-care so that I'm getting mm. up trying to clean myself up and get ready, right? But there's self-care, there's stress, there's anxiety. And you can plan like, oh, I want two anxiety ones, three progress ones, three, like whatever. And then one of them during the day says, it's time for your affirmations. Now you make one. I oh. am. And it'll tell you, take a minute and breathe. You have 60 seconds, right? And I'm telling you, I was saying to my therapist, when it pops up, no matter what's going on, it reminds me, yep. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a choice to focus on something good right now, even if I'm stressed or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it really mm -hmm. does switch up my my mindset. It really does. It's not a miracle. Don't get me wrong. But it stops. I have such negative brain talk, like bad, bad, bad. Mm -hmm. My brain is very mean to myself. And sometimes it just stops it long enough for me to shift yep. and refocus and move on for a little bit till my next affirmation pops up. Right. Right. So I think that that's very important. And I'm glad that you're bringing that up because I need to hear it. And I guarantee most people listening to this need to hear it. Well, I'm telling you, it was <laughs> it was like it was meant to be for me because mm -hmm. my therapist and I had been talking about she was like, you know what, Dana, you're negative you know, brain talk. That's what I call it, not her. Mm -hmm. But she's like, that is really affecting you lately. And it has been. And she was like, I really want to work right now on affirmations, even if it's just one a day, you know, or once a week or whatever, like, let's think of that. Literally the next day, my baby sister was like, I just found this app that's so good. You got to download it. And it was called I Am. So anyway, Great. it's a free app. They do have the option to go, what do they call it? What do you call it when you go, you pay? I want uh, to say prime time, but that's not right. <laughs> go pro? Know. Pro affirm? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, you you can pay and get more options, but you know me. I I'm old in that I'm like I ain't paying for a nap. I'll watch an advertisement. I don't care. Well, there's no advertisements, but it'll ask you to sign up and everything. Mm -hmm. You can just exit out of the app and go back in and just use the free the whole time. They let you do that, which is really nice. So anyway, again, it's called I Am. And then just to go with that, I wanted to tell you. My baby sister, again, she's such a delight, had me follow. And I think I sent you some things from them. And I believe that she is in, where's Upper Norfolk Street, North Shields? Isn't that UK? You're asking like I'm a topographer and make maps. I don't know. Jessica, don't <laughs> act like you don't know things. You don't. 
you knew what orca pasta was, come on. Anyway. Or so, not orca as in a killer whale. Okay, potato, 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 who cares? <laughs> anyway, oh it's God. on Instagram. It's called at VLM therapy. Uh, it's by this woman named Vicky McKeown. And it's one of those Instagrams that just posts like positive affirmations mm. and sayings, right? I think also that this can help when, yes, look, there are just some days where they're that bad. We're allowed to have them. Yeah. But I keep telling myself, yes, I'm allowed to be really sad or have days where I'm really mad. But hopefully that's reserved for horrible or very tragic events. Yeah. It doesn't need to be just because I got really pissed at something that now I'm seething about and it's right. taken over my day. And then I'll realize sometimes, oh, it's eight o'clock. Yeah. And I'm still got my shoulders up at my ears, even though I've kept on and gone on with my day. I didn't let that go. And there's far yes. more things that I could focus on, even if it's just to be like, thank God I'm healthy today. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I love the reason I love her. She doesn't have a huge following. I mean, there's only a thousand followers. I think she's a counselor in a local mm -hmm. area, but I love all the things she posts. And um, some of them are just cute and funny. And some yeah. of them are like, here's what toxic positivity can do to you. Don't do this. Right. Mm -hmm. Or like, hey, guys, it's it's Friday. You know, well, that's the second week of 2021 and we've survived finally, which just made me giggle. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's real cute. So VLM therapy. And I just wanted to read one of the things from her. Okay. I'm just going to leave us with this and think about this. Think about your own mental state this week. Ponder that. Ponder how you can reach out and help others. Here's one of the things that she posted two days ago. Let's not forget people's mental health. Please check in on friends and family. You never know what they're going through. Instagram is a lie. People hide behind smiles, check in on them. It takes seconds. So what I've been doing for the past couple of weeks is if someone pops into my brain, a friend that I haven't seen or talked to in a long mm -hmm. time, I if I don't have the time to do it in that moment, I text myself their name and then I send them a message or I text them or I call them and say, hey, you were on my mind and I just wanted to let you know. Hope you're doing well. Like you don't have to get completely engaged with someone to show love, right? Totally. And it's nice to know that you're being thought of. So anyway, Absolutely. this is my long-winded point to ponder. I know it's a lot, but we've been through a lot this year. By the time this comes out, we'll have gone through the inauguration. And for us right now recording, that's tomorrow. So we don't know what's going to happen. It's a nerve-wracking time and we need to take care of ourselves and each other. Jessica, I appreciate you. You I appreciate me. you me get through the, the best and worst of this year and last year and previous years and same I lady seriously i'm really grateful for you and thank you for having this journey with me to try to <laughs> laugh it out because if not i really think we would probably go crazy right so mm -hmm. i think so well happy 2021 everyone we're back with our, with our chat mouths <laughs> Oh, my aloe, my aloe app just told me you got to nourish to flourish. Water yourself soon. I'm, I'm a grown adult and I need my phone to help me survive. So anyway, we love you guys. We love you. And please, new year, new starts. Please send us your rants and your raves. We love Absolutely. it. We love sharing things from you guys. And again, you always... 
I don't think there's been a single thing that, and this is just happenstance, that a listener has sent us that we've ever heard of. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's pretty so cool. So please keep it coming. Alex, should we tell him again? Email us at the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com. You can DM us on social media at the Rants and Raves podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. You can also hit the contact button on our website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. And Dana's favorite, Twitter, at raves underscore B. I don't recommend that for communicating with us, but if you'd like to follow, go go for it. I don't think I've looked at my Twitter in two years. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. We'll scream laugh at you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.